Welcome to the Dave Ellett episode of the still unnamed NHL Winnipeg podcast. Ahead on the show, I introduce my new co-host. We go over uh, the new team's roster, unrestricted free agents, restricted free agents, and who we should be looking at picking up over the summer. As well, we talk about the Stanley Cup final and everything else, all Winnipeg NHL related. Beautiful recording studio in my basement. Brennan Hope, the new co-host. How's it going, Hope? Not too bad. All right, we'll get right into it today. Uh, first thing I want to talk about, we're still waiting for a name, uh, whether it be Jets. Uh, there's a lot of rumors going around about Whiteout this week. That looks like it's going to be false, but don't really know what it is right now. What do you think, Hope? What are you looking at? A lot of interest. Wouldn't be surprised if with Chipman and Thomas, the amount of marketing that they've done for uh, the Moose brand, whether they would keep that. Jets would definitely be the preferred choice, but still a lot of options. I think you're right there. It seems to be a huge public outcry for Jets, but with all marketing and everything, I'm still not sure what they're going to go with. Um, Either way, though, I don't think it makes a difference with how this team is going to be received in the city. Oh, no. There is just exuberance all over the city, no matter what the name. And speaking of that, uh, we had the season ticket drive this week. Uh, finally finished up on Saturday. They opened it to the general public for all of somewhere between two and around ten minutes, depending who you listen to. And all tickets were gone. Does that surprise you at all? Not at all. I was actually surprised it made it to the general public. It was absolutely unbelievable. By 12.30, they already had a 500-person waiting list up. Um, I know they capped the waiting list at 8,000. It's uh, just insane. So we'll look at uh, what's going to be our Winnipeg team's roster. I talked about last year, really young. Um, it gives us an advantage, or is that going to hurt us in the long run? I think it really sets us up for the future. I mean, there are young guys that are starting to finally find their wheels. Uh, you look at guys like Evander Kane bunch of guys like that. They got some good veterans holding it up, like Ladd and Antropov, that uh, they've played. They kind of know the uh, overall outlook towards the NHL, so it definitely helped them move forward. Yeah, this is a team that finished uh, 13 points out of the playoffs last year, which is not, you know, not great, but they had a very good start, sort of that end of the year, and I think that's mostly experience that'll come in time. So the roster right now, it's looking pretty solid. We'll start at the back end with um, Pavlik being your number one. Uh, I think he really proved himself as a starting goalie last year. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I believe he's he's doing not too bad. But I would like to see them move uh, maybe not this year, but maybe a little farther down. Uh, maybe move Mason out, give Pavlik, maybe try and split up the season, give... Uh, Give a bona fide uh, goaltender maybe a little bit on his way out. 
give Pavlik somebody to kind of lean on and show him the ropes through. It may not be the worst idea, giving him a little bit of veteran veteran leadership. You might be right. Um, you almost feel bad letting go of Chris Mason after everything he's said this week. He seems really excited. Uh, you know, he was all over. He was all over Twitter and everything in the last few days saying uh, how excited he was to see the sellout and everything. And you can't blame him. That's why I think this young team will really work here. Yeah, it seems that uh, a lot of the guys are excited. I mean, they're a young team, so they don't really know a whole bunch. And they're to come and play from a market like Atlanta where they weren't really seen, they weren't filling up the barn at all, to coming to Winnipeg where it's almost like a bomb's dropped on the middle of uh, Portage and Maine here. So uh, we'll just start with who um, Atlanta's looking at that they have for sure coming into this season. Uh, of course, Evander Kane is a big name. He's been in the spotlight for a couple years, and I think he's just going to keep getting better with age. Definitely. Uh, he's a player that uh, I'm sure the franchise will be looking towards for the future. Three of their four centers still locked up for a couple years. Uh, Nick Antropov. Uh, Bermitrov, and, of course, Patrice Cormier. Uh, what do you think those guys look like at center ice? little young. Definitely going to have to go through some uh, rough patches of learning, but overall, not too bad. Antropov and Bermistrov seem to carry the skill with Cormier bringing in that grit and uh, play, playing more maybe maybe like a Steve Downey-type player at center. It'll be kind of interesting to see how uh, he'll sort through that roster. Uh, yeah. Uh, right wing is where they're really hurting right now. They have Brian Little, and besides that, it's looking a little uncertain. I think Brian Little's a guy that you can look to in the next couple of years to make the jump onto a first line, a second line. He can be a good scorer in the NHL. Yeah, definitely. Um, he'll be one of those skilled players that uh, they'll be looking towards. So at the center, uh, they still have a few restricted free agents. Um, most are expected to sign. Andrew Ladd, the captain, of course, I think he's number one priority. That's definitely a big one, holding the C for the team. He will, uh, a man with two cups, I mean, a lot of experience, knows how to win, and hopefully we'll be able to uh, steer this franchise towards that. I think he's the uh, perfect captain for this team. He's still a young guy, but he's got a little more experience. He's played in the playoffs, like you said, and he's done a little more than everyone there. I think he's a good leader for the young team. Center ice, uh, Rob Shrimp is the only guy they haven't locked up. Uh, I find Shrimp as a really exciting player, but uh, not sure if he's ready for the NHL yet, or what do you think? You know what, he's, uh, as you said, he's one of those skilled players. I'm sure you can look all over YouTube and watch all his little stick tricks, but uh, definitely I could see him sticking as a fourth line. Now, whether or not he'll he'll stay at that fourth line and kind of grind out the whole season, or whether or not, as he has before in other years, uh, swap between the NHL and the AHL, it'll be very interesting to see. But um, he's a very skilled player that I'm sure they'll uh, look towards. I think center ice might be a position that they have to start looking at free agents. Um, they look really young and unproven, at least. Um, you know, Nick Antropov's been a good forward in this league, but he's been very shaky at the same time. I think that's something they have to look into come free agency. Definitely, definitely. There's, uh, I mean, other than maybe Burmistrov's exceptional goal last year, uh, it looks like mostly all these centers can uh, become invisible and snap a finger. 
it's uh, they'll definitely need a bona fide center, especially with the division they'll be playing in. But next year, switching over into the Western Conference, they're going to need a bona fide center to play against uh, those teams like Vancouver and teams like that. Yeah, a lot. I think you're right there. A lot of teams in the West just have such solid rosters. Uh, you mentioned Vancouver going one through four. All their lines are so strong. I just don't think this is a team that can keep up with them at the moment. But uh, your other two uh, restricted free agents are uh, Stewart, Anthony Stewart, and Blake Wheeler. Uh, you think the team goes after both of them too? Not so so sure about Stewart, but I definitely think uh, Blake Wheeler. He's a big power forward that uh, they need a little bit more grit, more size. Uh, maybe get under the skin a little bit there, added with a little peppering of skill. Uh, rounding out the forwards are uh, two unrestricted free agents, uh, Eric Bolton and Radic Dvorak. you have any thoughts on either of those guys? Really, I'm not sure. I could probably see these both these guys probably walking out the door, but uh, it's uh, they might. This Winnipeg team might have to look towards uh, free agency to fill those holes. Yeah, I think uh, I think Eric Bolton could be a decent fit here. I think Radic, re-signing Radic Dvorak would be a mistake. He's 33 years old. He's making a decent amount of money. Not that money is any issue for this Atlanta team. But I just don't know if he's such a fit with all the young talent on this team. Yeah, exactly. He's 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 coming to the end of his career, and it's it, it shows in the way that he plays. Uh, we'll move back. To the defensemen here, they have a real strong defensive lineup. They were a great defense last year. Uh, Dustin Bufflin, Ron Hainsey, uh, Johnny Odoya, Tobias Enstrom, and Festerling all coming back. I think uh, it's a real strong point for this team is their defensive uh, abilities. Exactly, yeah. They have a uh, very, very strong defensive core. Now, whether or not they'll keep Bufflin back at defense, I mean, yeah, last year he showed that he can play defense and pick up those points, but whether or not they might move him up to play that power forward role like he did in uh, Chicago be very interesting to see. I think Bufflin's a guy that would work a lot better on forward. He he didn't do any – he wasn't like a bad defenseman by any means. But uh, he's a goal scorer, I think, in the end, and that's where he belongs. Uh, your only guy that's not quite locked up on defense is uh, Zach Bogosian, and I think that's that should be a main priority as a young defenseman. He played really well in the last couple of years. I think you've got to lock him up. Exactly, yeah. He's one of those uh, key points that the franchise will hopefully, hopefully stick to. He's a good young defenseman that will definitely round out the top pairing possibly with Bufflin or maybe Enstrom. Um, looking into free agency then, I think we both agree uh, this team looks good, or at least good enough on the back end for a year. There are a few uh, bigger names, goalies, that they could look at if they want to make a change there. But I think the most free agents they're looking for are forwards. I can put that. They need a little bit more scoring power. They've, uh, they finished 20th in the league last year. Uh in goals for per game, and uh, I think for this team to really move up, they need to get a little bit more firepower up front. I think uh, the favorite you're looking at in Winnipeg is, of course, Timu Solani as a free agent. Uh, any way you can see that happening? You know what? I could I could see it with the outcry of from fans in Winnipeg. I mean, 
I know definitely down at Portage and Maine, and with all the celebrations, just about every second jersey was a Team Wisconsin jersey. So I could definitely see him. He's kind of slowing down. I think that would be a good end to his career to come back to the Winnipeg team. I don't know if any fans would be uh, angry about it, but uh, do you see him being a problem at all as being a fit on this team? He's nearly, he's just over 40 years old. Uh, some would say he provides veteran leadership. Some say he's just taking uh, the spot of a younger guy for a year and sort of just filling a hole. Uh, do you think it's worth it? Yeah, you know what, Slaney, as you said, he's going to bring that veteran leadership, and you know what, he he is capable to bring that firepower, as was shown in this year's playoffs. I mean, he's he's a guy that can bring veteran leadership. This is a very young team, and they that's that might be one thing that they need. Whether or not he stays around for one year or two, I think it'll uh, definitely be a help if they're able to lock down Slaney for at least one year. It's a pretty big crop of free agents this year. Um, I think the team really wants to stay young, and I think that's a good idea um, with guys like Jason Arnett, Alexei Kovalev, uh, Brad Richards, Simone Gagne. All these guys are out there. Do you see them going after any of these somewhat older guys, or do you see them sticking to young guys? Uh, you know what? I don't see them going after a, a Kovalev per se, but uh, I could see them going after a Richards, a nice playmaking uh forward who's able to put the puck in the net also it's uh could be the missing key that atlanta is looking at right now any uh, any favorites you have that you'd like to see brought in um definitely for me would be uh, a brad richards although yes he will have a very high price tag towards his name um also a, a max talbot to come in and add uh once again that veteran leadership holding a cup with uh, the penguins with almost $30 million to spend, we know, uh, we assume True North isn't going to spend all of it, but they're definitely not hurting when it comes to cap space. They can afford one of these bigger name guys, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a guy like Max Talbot come in. Um, somebody I think they should really look at is uh, somebody like a Thomas Fleischman coming from Colorado, or even a Scotty Upshaw. Good young guys. Uh, Fleischman came from Washington where he wasn't getting a lot of ice time, got some play in Colorado, and he was ripping it up until he got injured. And uh, Scotty Upshaw, I think, just fits in with this group. He's a good uh, checking forward, and he's he's young and can grow with the rest of this team, which we've seen with a bunch of teams like Chicago and stuff. Let your older, let your younger guys grow up and uh, get the experience. That's exactly it, especially with what you said about uh, the price from True North. I mean, they've been able to lock down tickets for at least a minimum of three years so they're not hurting in the way of money they will be able to possibly bring in that big name but as you said maybe like a Fleischman might be one of those players that can fit in or an Upshaw who as you said does bring that checking and he also as we've seen he can skate so looking ahead to this year uh, they'll be playing in the southeast division uh, a lot of travel you think that's going to hurt them this year I really do. This could be a, a real problem. I mean, they're not playing in and around like the usual division where it's only a little bit of travel in and around. They'll be doing, uh, well, from north of the 49th parallel almost all the way down to the uh, bottom of North America. It's it's going to be a lot of travel, and it, it could wear them down very quickly. Having to go to Florida and Tampa Bay, uh, especially those two, but Washington's not much closer either. 
But having to go all these places two, three times a year, uh, I think it might come to be too much in the second half. Uh, I think this is a team, they're young enough, they're going to come out with a ton. But, uh, you know, just that fatigue could set in come the second half with all that travel. That's exactly it. And as you said, with a very young team, a lot of these guys haven't spent a lot of time traveling. They haven't uh, been doing the cross-conference uh, cross or uh, flights like that. This could be a real problem for a young team like the Winnipeg team. Do you see any kind of playoff hopes for this team, or is it just a year too early? Uh, for me personally, I think it might be a year too early. I mean, these guys, are, they'll have to get their bearings. I mean, they've been uprooted out of Atlanta. They kind of got to get their bearings in Winnipeg, and especially with uh, the travel. I think probably year two, once they move into the Western Conference, it'll be a lot easier for them. I mean, yes, there's still a fair bit of travel, but it's not uh, flying all the way down to Florida and that. So they're in division with Washington, Florida, Tampa, and I believe Carolina. Where do you see them ending up here? I uh, I can't see them getting ahead of Washington. Uh, they're pretty proven, although, you know, some would argue in the playoffs they seem to choke. But Washington seems to be a pretty proven team. Do you think, uh, where do you think these guys will end up come playoff time? In my rankings, I have them finishing probably about fourth in the division. As you said, there's... Uh... Washington, I have Tampa Bay in front of them, and as always, Carolina, they always seem to pull it out in the end, just at the end of the season. So, especially, the main the main problem for me will be travel, um, but the, I, I have a feeling that they will finish ahead of Florida. Uh, they, they are a good team moving up, and hopefully this will be a year to kind of get their bearings underneath them, kind of get clicking, so that that second year that they're here, start to win more games and at least get above 500. I feel like this team might really get a boost from playing in front of a crowd. You can see guys already being excited. Uh, I could see them jumping out pretty quick, uh, especially if early games with Florida. Carolina, I'm still not 100% sold on. But they are going to have troubles when it comes to stopping uh, guys like Alexander Ovechkin and trying to beat that Washington-Tampa uh, Bay who made it to the Eastern Conference Final. It's... Uh, they're not exactly moving into the easiest conference. No, you have to look at it now. Before, the, that conference was one of the weaker conferences you could look at. There would be maybe one playoff contending team. But now there's a lot of firepower located in that division with uh, Washington, with Ovechkin and Backstrom, to Tampa Bay with Stamco, St. Louis LeCavalier, who really seem to come out and prove themselves this year. Uh, Carolina, once again, they're backstopped by Ward, and with him, I'm sure anything's possible. Ward's a guy you never know what he's going to be able to do up there, especially they also have Eric Stahl, and, you know, just two dynamic players can do a lot for a team. That's pretty much it for uh, this roster. Uh, I feel like there's something else kind of big going on in the NHL. Stanley Cup Finals, what are you thinking of them so far? They're, they've been exciting, definitely, with very close close games it's uh bringing a lot of excitement towards it i think it's uh maybe pulling in some other spectators who might only watch a couple games a year with the first game being a shutout and the second game going in overtime i can see it uh definitely helping the nhl and bringing in uh, a larger fan base well that's 100 percent true uh this year they are 
drawing record audiences not only in Canada but the United States, which is just good for the game. Uh, NBC is carrying all the games and getting huge hockey audience, audiences for what they normally get, so it's good. Who do you like for MVP? Uh, a lot of people have been batting around Burroughs, Kessler. You can never count Luongo out. What are you thinking? Uh, you know what? If if Vancouver is to win the Stanley Cup, I believe that it probably will be Kessler winning the MVP. I mean, he showed off his firepower against Nashville, and he's just one of those one of those guys. After uh, Manny Malhotra fell to injury, he was one of those guys that was able to step his game up and really uh, figure his game out in this face-off circle. Uh, just all around a good two-way forward that I. For me personally, had they not had him, I could not see them probably making the, the finals this year. So uh, we're recording this on a Monday, so uh, Boston's down 2-0 right now, game three tonight. Do you think they have any chance of making a comeback here, or did Vancouver put a lid on it pretty quickly? Um, it'll For me, it'll depend on probably the first two periods of game three tonight uh, towards how Boston will come out, whether or not Timmy Thomas will really step his game up. Yes, he has been good in the first two, but he's also let in some kind of shaky goals. Yes, he is a, a goalie that is aggressive and likes to play out of his crease, but it'll be interesting. I, I believe the first two periods of game three will really step out and kind of set the tone for the rest of the series. Whether or not Boston comes out and kind of plays a run-and-gun game, it's it's all dependent. I, uh, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I think uh, a lot comes down to this game. Uh, not that I'm saying anything shocking there. 3-0 is pretty much done. But uh, I just feel like Vancouver has a little bit more than Boston. Uh, Boston doesn't seem to have the scoring touch to really get by Roberto Luongo. Um, he's one of the best, and he has been for years. It's going to be hard for them to really get back in the series. Yeah, one interesting thing for me is uh, the movement of Chara back to the the blue line on the power play that that could be a big boost for Boston. I know they've been clicking fairly low all playoffs, but that could be a big changer towards their uh, power play efficiency and putting some pucks in the net. It's a, it's about time I he's a big body, but I think he's kind of useless in front of the net. Uh he can't really deflect pucks. He's not doing a great job screening him. I'd much rather have that screamer from the point. Yeah, I don't understand how the man who has the hardest shot in the league can be forced in front on a power play. I mean, load them up, set them up on that one-timer and watch the puck fly. So uh, looking forward to the next few weeks, we should have a name uh, coming up pretty quickly on this team. Uh, we have the NHL entry draft coming up. Uh, Winnipeg does have a seventh pick overall. Uh, not the strongest of draft classes. I don't think it's someone that's going to make it into the NHL first year. No, I don't believe so, but... Uh... A lot of the guys up up towards that top ten can really maybe not this year, maybe not the year after, but they I I believe that they'll have a a real push towards this team and could possibly become a, a key point for the franchise. It's definitely going to help just having another young guy in there. Um, apart from that, we saw uh, Atlanta's old GM Rick Dudley gone. Uh, Manito or Manitoba or True North is really cleaning house, uh, bring in, looks like they're going to be their own staff. I think that's a good move. What do you think? I I believe that's a very good idea. Uh, just with everything that's been behind Atlanta the past couple of years, kind of on the lower end of things for, 
for True North to come in and say that they're going to clean house, it really brings uh, an idea towards this new team, and it really lets the fans know that they are committed to bringing a top-ranked team and building them here in Winnipeg. Well, when you look at their track record, you can't uh, can't really blame True North for going with their own guys. They've got a couple coaches who already moved out up. Uh, Alain Vigneault looking at hopefully getting a Stanley Cup this year after being with the Moose. Uh, Randy Carlyle, another guy who did that. Scott O'Neill has made the jump. Yeah. Um, and even looking at players, this is a True North company that's really known how to develop, and I think that's good going with a young crew. Truly, yeah. I mean, look at look at the Vancouver team that's in the, the Cup Finals this year. A lot of the guys have seen time with the Manitoba Moose, uh, from Kessler to Burroughs. I mean, Biaxa really stepped out this year. I mean, they've they've been able to develop very well and make sure that their players are prepared before sending them up to the, that top tier. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, it looks like that's going to be about all for this week. Um, well, uh, not sure. See if anything big happens in the next week. Uh, might be a couple weeks before the next show, but, uh, we'll be back. Uh, I want to thank, uh, Hope for being here. Thank you very much. And, uh, hopefully the start of something gets a little bit bigger. So we'll see you next week. Uh, don't forget, follow me on Twitter, oilcan10. Visit, uh, gojetsgo.ca. Uh, you're going to see the podcast up there in the near future. And join our Facebook group, which at the moment is hesitantly named uh, Jets Hockey Podcast. So, you know, get in there. Try to tell your friends. Get as many people as you listen to. Thanks a lot. Have a good one.